0: Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about being lazy on your pool route. And this is one of the only businesses that I know of that if you're lazy, it's actually going to come back to hurt you later. So I'm going to go over some things that could happen when you get a little bit lazy out there in your pool service business, or if you have an employee that's not up to snuff and he's cutting corners and being kind of lazy out there on the route. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the high point of being kind of lazy out there is skipping accounts. And this is something that, okay, there are occasions where you may have to miss a pool here and there, but I think if you perpetually skip accounts, let's say that you figure, oh, this customer's pool is great every week, I'm not going to go there because I'm just wasting my time by going there. There's nothing for me really to do. The pool looks good, so I'm going to skip it. And then you start developing this mentality that you can just skip customers, but you have to go back a little bit and remember that you're actually being paid not by the hour, not by basically a monthly fee, but you're being paid because you provide weekly pool service. And this means that barring vacations and your scheduled days off, that means that you're going to show up there on a weekly basis to do the pool service. And it's just like anything else. If you take your truck in to get an oil change and the people there are like, well, I'm just going to change the oil, but I'm not going to bother the change the filter because that's a lot, a lot more work. So I'll just drain the oil out, put new oil in without changing the filter. You would be pretty upset with them if you found out that they were changing your oil without changing the filter. And the same thing goes when you're doing weekly service and you're skipping accounts and you're getting paid for that. And when you do the oil change, you're getting. You're paying for the full service where they're going to change the filter and do everything. And if they don't do that, you're going to feel like you're being ripped off. And so the customer feels the same way. So they're going to get really upset when you start skipping their account because you think that it's not necessary. And at this point, you're being really lazy. And a lot of employees start to develop this habit where they'll skip accounts and they'll, you know, not show up because they think everything's fine. And then they develop this really bad habit of skipping accounts and not doing the weekly service on certain pools. And this becomes a pattern. So you don't want to do that. I always make the utmost effort to service the accounts, even if I have to squeeze them out on a different day. But I'm going to service the accounts when I say I'm going to service them. And that builds trust. And that also builds up your stamina as a pool service professional, going in there week after week, seeing the same pool, doing the same thing, is draining in some cases. And I understand you can get burned out, you can get discouraged, but at the same time, this builds up character and it builds up a good character trait where you are dependable and reliable and you're gonna show up week in and week out and not getting into the habit of skipping pools here and there. This next one here, I've definitely been guilty of And one of the things that I've really focused on over the last year and a half is brushing the pool walls on all my pools. It really does make a huge difference. And I was getting pretty lazy out there. I would brush the steps. There's an automatic cleaner. I'm not going to brush the walls. Why brush the walls? Everything's clean. But I started brushing the steps and the walls at every account. And this does take more time. And it, it is an indicator of getting lazy when you stop doing this. For sure, for me, it was. And as I started brushing every pool, I realized that there's less algae. The pool looks a lot better every week. And it's not much effort to brush every pool after you get into the hang of it. And I got away from doing that in the early day because I was getting lazy out there. But brushing every pool, brushing the walls and steps of every pool, brushing the spa is a great way to prevent algae growth at your accounts. And it makes it look really uniform to you when you brush it, especially with an automatic cleaner. It'll get the rest of the dirt that's left behind. Or if you manually vacuum, you want to brush the walls when you finish. And I think it's one of those things that's an indicator that you may be getting a little burned out and starting to get a little lazy out there when you stop brushing every pool. And you have to really drill it into the employee's head that brushing the pool really helps them on their route. It's going to prevent algae growth. It's going to make the pool look uniformly clean. And it's something that if the customer is watching, they see them brushing the pool. They see them actually doing something to the pool besides skimming it. And optically, that looks really good. So brushing the pool goes a long way and you can develop a lazy pattern of not brushing the pool. I did it. And of course, if you're not brushing all your pools, I would suggest trying it this week and start brushing all the pools. Here's another one that I've also been guilty of and only on one occasion or two. And that's when I see a little bit of algae in the pool. I see the chlorine levels a little bit low and I don't bother going back to my truck to get a gallon of liquid chlorine or maybe I don't have any you know, uh, algaecide on, on my tote or in my cart at that moment. I ran out and I don't go back to my truck to get it. And I just kind of brush it and kind of think that, well, the chlorine levels is going to gradually raise back up, but it'll be fine. Nine out of 10 times when I return to that pool, I didn't do it 10 times and I'm just using that as a analogy. But nine out of 10 times and you do something like this, you're either going to get a call in the middle of the week with someone on the other end really unhappy saying their pool is full of algae or when you get back there the following week, you're going to have a major algae bloom. Because what happens is that the algae that you're seeing on the surface, on the step area that you brushed, or maybe in the corner, it's just visible algae. The microalgae is that is the algae you can't see, and it may be all over the pool wall, but you just didn't bother to, you can't see it. You didn't bother to either brush it or treat it properly. And therefore, being lazy and not going back to your truck to get that gallon of liquid chlorine or the tree or yellow treat, or whatever you use for algae treatment is really going to affect you because the following week you're going to be there for 10-15 minutes brushing it, adding 3 or 4 gallons of liquid chlorine is a big mess. And so getting lazy when you treat algae is something, of course, you know, it's hot out there. Maybe you only have one or two pools left and you're like, oh, I got to go back to my truck. The truck's 100 yards away. This is, you know, I'll just brush it and call it a day. It's not going to work. And just make the effort to go back and treat it. If you see any visible algae, it's kind of like an iceberg. There's a big glacier underneath there. And all, you, all you're seeing is just a little bit of it. So definitely treat the algae when you see it. Don't get lazy with your algae treatment. I've been guilty of this on one or two occasions and learned my lesson the hard way. Because when you get back there, the pool is going to look so bad in some cases that you'll be actually shocked and surprised at how quickly the algae bloomed in a week and how bad the pool looks because you could have treated it but you didn't treat it and that kind of that's on you at that point another thing that you can get lazy on is cleaning the filters and again all these things that i'm telling you are things that i've done before with it within some degree and i've been at a pool one time where the filter psi was 30 it was a d filter and i figured well i'll just give it a quick backwash and drop it down because i'm really tired i don't have time to clean the filter And I'll come back and clean it next week. Big mistake because that little backwashing didn't really do much. And when I got back the next week, that pool pretty much turned on me. All because I didn't want to take the extra 25 minutes to take it apart, clean the filter. And I know it's a drag when you get to a pool where the filter PSI indicates that you really need to break it down. And to make it doubly worse, when I did backwash this filter, the PSI only went to 25 from 30. And Knowing from experience, that didn't really move the needle, pun intended. And so the pool is going to turn because that backwash did really nothing for that pool at that point. And I think one of the things that you're going to have to train yourself is once in a while you're going to be at an account where you have to do the filter. Maybe not on your regular scheduled filter cleaning time, but the filter needs to be done. And you're going to have to just kind of bite the bullet and take that filter apart and clean it because you're going to really be thankful that you did that. When you go back to the following week, the pool to look spectacular because you took the extra effort to take the filter apart and clean it, even if it wasn't scheduled to be cleaned, but the indicators were that it needed to be cleaned. And therefore, it's one of those things you can you avoid a disaster by not being lazy. And I understand that it's really tough sometimes to really push yourself to do a filter clean. Maybe at the end of your day, you're tired, but it needs to be done. And part of not being lazy is kind of doing the extra things. That are going to set you apart and save you time the following week anyway so from experience i know that when i see a filter that really needs to be cleaned and i neglect that because i'm pressed for time or i don't want to do it then i'm going to regret it the following week one thing that i've done before is when i'm in a situation like this where i know the filter needs to be cleaned but i'm just pretty much out of gas and too tired to clean it if it's a tuesday i'll go back on a wednesday or thursday and clean that filter I know, I know it can't go a whole week without being cleaned at that point. So I'll try to find some time later in the week to clean that filter and get it done before the following week. But sometimes you can't really push yourself to do it that day, but just put it in the back of your head saying, I got to return to this pool tomorrow or the next day and do this filter before things get out of hand. And I think, again, that's kind of not being lazy, and if you have to schedule for another day, that's perfectly fine, but definitely put it on the calendar to get it done because when the filter really needs to be cleaned, and if you've done this long enough, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to want to clean that filter and take care of that. And I think one area that we can get really lazy in is communicating with the customer. Sometimes it's a drag to kind of have to text somebody or call someone or email them about something, and we get busy, and you know you have to do it, But you kind of aren't looking forward to doing it. So this is one of the things that if you put it off too long, it becomes kind of weird in certain situations. It's like, you know, if you've noticed that their pump is not working and you're like, oh, man, I got to tell them their pump's not working. I just got this account last month. They're going to think that I sabotaged it or something weird happened and it's my fault. So I'll just, you know, I'll text them later. And then the day goes on and maybe even into the next day, you don't text them. Not that I've ever done this before, but you get the idea and the customer calls you and say, like, hey, the pool pump's not working. And then you're like in an awkward situation where you're like, oh, yeah, I probably should have texted him yesterday. And then you have to say, oh, yeah, I was there yesterday. I noticed it wasn't working. I was going to message you about that. Right there, you've probably lost a lot of future brownie points with that customer. They may think that, well, why didn't you tell me yesterday? You know, why do you have to wait till I called you? And this is one of those things where you drop the ball in communication it's going to come back to really hurt you. So I've learned from experience that in a situation like this, brand new account, maybe a month old or less, something goes wrong, it's really up to you to tell the customer right away, like, hey, I, re- I was here this morning. I noticed that the pool pump's not turning on. I think the motor is burned out, unfortunately. I can change the capacitor just to make sure, but in my experience, I think this motor needs to be replaced. And just send it, and whatever happens, happens. Because if you wait like I have done before, and the customer finds a problem that you didn't address with them for whatever reason, you got busy and forgot about it, then you look even worse at that point. So, being lazy with with communicating with the client is something that, you know, is something that all of us will fall into doing at times, especially if you're really busy and you don't really want to communicate things to the customer or, you know, certain situations come up. However, I think immediately when you have something to say to the customer, text the customer and let them know. There was a situation one time where I really didn't want to text the customer because I was doing their pool and they were dog-sitting a dog. I didn't even know the other dog was back there. So they have an Australian Shepherd who never runs out the gate when I open it. And so I open this gate up and I'm just going down to pick up my tote because I have to uh, manually open the gate and by the time I got to my tote, the other dog ran out the gate and down the street. And I kind of gave pursuit, but I'm too old to be chasing a dog through a neighborhood. And I was like, oh, man, I, I let the dog out, you know, and I don't even know whose dog that was. That's not the homeowner's dog because the Australian Shepherd was just sitting there staring at me like, hey, you just let my buddy run out of the gate, man. What are you doing? You know, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? You know, I'm like, and so time is ticking. and I would say like five minutes pass. I'm like, well. I got to text the customer and I just texted him and said, Hey, I was doing your pool and sorry about that, but I didn't know you were dog sitting and the brown dog ran out the gate and it headed east to wherever I don't know which direction it was running. And so he said, Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll, you know, get right on it and see if I can get a hold of him. And I was kind of worried, you know, like, cause I let the dog out and, but he was very understanding. He didn't, you know, he didn't, I didn't realize that he had a dog, another dog there that he was dog sitting. He realized that I didn't realize that. And everything worked out good. They found the dog like an hour later down the street, which was good. But that's one of the situations where I was like really hesitant. I mean, who would know that I let the dog out? I mean, there's, you know, there's no way for them to know that. But I fell on the sword again and just kind of confessed that I let the dog out. So it all worked out good. But I think that was a lesson I learned that I got to communicate right away at the customer when I don't want to. And that's like really something you don't want to tell the customer that you let the dog that they were babysitting out and it ran down the street and who knows what's going to happen to it. But you have to communicate to the customer in every situation, even the bad situation like that. Because if they found out later that I let the dog out and I didn't say nothing, I mean, how bad would I look at that point? So the same thing when the motor burns out, you don't tell them right away. Maybe you get busy that day. Just stop. An hour later or 30 minutes later and text the customer or text them at that moment when you discovered the problem to eliminate any kind of delay and just let them know what's going on so getting being lazy in that category can really hurt you and hurt your business reputation for sure but any of these categories that I mentioned here from skipping accounts to ignoring algae to not cleaning the filter will really lead to maybe a bad review or you know maybe even losing the customer and it's definitely going to cost you more time anyway. So the two minutes that I could have spent walking back to my truck to get the liquid chlorine and the yellow tree to treat the algae, the next week I'm spending 20 minutes brushing the pool because the algae just went crazy in there. So I think if you have any kind of experience or foresight, and if you develop this in business, you're going to realize that these things are going to happen. And when you're learning, you may be lazy, but you're going to learn quickly that Really, by you being lazy out there, you're adding a lot more work to your following week or later in that week. So don't be lazy in these situations that I mentioned here. Again, I've been guilty of all these things. I'm not picking on you, but I think you definitely need to realize that being lazy can really affect your business, and you can develop a pattern of laziness where it's something that you fall into. Like my brushing of pools, I fell into that, being really lazy about it. And you can turn things around really easily by realizing that you are being lazy in certain situations and kind of kick yourself and get yourself moving in the right direction and kind of, you know, tightening your belt or whatever, however that phrase goes, probably not tightening your belt, but I guess pulling yourselves up by the bootstraps, I guess. But I think the first step in anything is recognizing that you're actually falling into this kind of a pattern. If you're looking for other podcasts that i recorded, you can find them on my website, soapprolearning.com on the banner. Click on that podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down list of other podcasts that I recorded. And you can listen to those at your leisure. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great through a week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.